welcome to the black and blue bloodline my name is duke and this is a wonderful wonderful prime time thursday the carolina panthers just beat the falcons 22 15 there's some other stuff that went down this week Kyrie Irving, jeff saturday we'll get into all that but before we do i gotta introduce my co-host fat man trey how you doing trey i'm good and so rebuttal real quick it's two, it was 25 to 15. Oh, it was 25. My bad, my bad. Yeah, you took, I forgot about that Dropped our points off. I forgot about the field goal. You know, Eddie Pinheiro, like, he, he could miss it at any moment. Yeah, so, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. You know, we should have cut. I really want him cut it out. Cut after he <laughs> missed the field, the <laughs> extra point this yeah. morning. I mean, this <laughs> but, um, Yeah, today was a fun Thursday. Me and Trey, we went to the game. Had ourselves a good time. Like, the Panthers finally get another win and redeem themselves. After looking terrible on Sunday, I mean, there's a, they, out on, they just looked so uninspired when they went out on the field on Sunday. But today, they played like a real NFL team. This defense was amazing. Lights out. Um, uh, Frankie Louvel, what, 11 tackles, two sacks. Oh, it, it, Brian Burns, I think he had two sacks. Uh, number 98, Marquise uh, Haynes, had, had two, two sacks. sacks. Like, then your boy Dante um, Foreman. Over 100 yards, a touchdown. Like J.C. Horn had a pick. J.C. Horn. Uh, what's his name? Um, Terrace Marshall Jr. He's out there balling. Like I mean, yeah. the only thing I will say, and I didn't, I won't say that it looked bad, but I mean, we still just don't really have a quarterback, and that's mm-hmm. my only issue. But I don't want to be too down today because I mean, it was a good day. The Panthers won, and it was a good win. I. I wouldn't even say the quarter. We do need a new quarterback, but I'm not gonna say that that specifically is the is what was was the problem today. Problem was the offensive play calling. It's terrible. It's Ter- just so predictable. Being McAdoo, I don't know what you do. Are you playing Madden up there? Got to be running the same two type of plays all the time. Running up the middle, throw a screen pass or some type of short pass. Yeah. Lavisca should not only catching the balls on the same routes every uh-huh. time. I mean, screen passes getting blown up every mm-hmm. single time. Why? Because these defenses are sniffing it out. Because it's very obvious. And it's crazy. The other, the problem is the terrible. I'm gonna tell you how terrible it is. You only put Lavishka Skarnall in when you're gonna run the screen. Tell right. Him. That's the only time he's in the game. Like he's a big dude. Why yeah. are we not throwing the ball down the field more with, yeah. with him? A couple weeks ago, I kept they uh, tried to do, throw what like four different, um, what do you call them? What do you routes. call them? Uh, no, not routes, but it's, it, it is a route. A go? No, it's right at the end zone. A fade. A fade oh. at when you're at the one yard line. Like, and you're throwing. I know Terrace Marshall is big, but Vizca Chanel is bigger. Why yeah. are we not throwing a fade up to him? That dude is huge. Yeah. Like, I mean, both of them are big, yeah. uh, but I think uh, uh, Chanel is more of a running back at receiver. All right. So he is more like stocky. Right. So why not throw a slant to him? Like, yeah, he might get hit by a linebacker, but he might blow the linebacker, linebacker up. Yeah, he might run like, through him. Yeah, so we're like, wasting a seven-round pick by not playing right, him as much. That is a big guy. He could be a possession receiver. Like, you just throw it up to him. Kelvin Benjamin like type, just throw it up. You know he'll be there. Hopefully, hopefully he'll catch it. That's like, crazy. I, I just don't understand Ben McAdoo. He's just... Not, I don't think he's that good of an offensive coordinator. I don't. I, I pray don't at the end of this year, he's gone. Yeah. And it's like you know the type of plays he's gonna call while PJ in. 
then you know what type of place he's going to call Baker Mayfield in for whatever reason. He will not let Baker Mayfield line up under center. It's always in the shotgun. And everybody and their mama figures out what they're doing. Yeah. If I, and then this is just my thought on him. If y'all not going to give Steve Wilkes the job, y'all make sure y'all bring him back as, Steve, as defensive coordinator. Nah, if I'm Steve Wilkes, I'm not coming back if they don't give me the head coaching job. I know. Because he's done nothing I know. to... He's not. He might not have done anything to prove that he deserves the head coaching job, but he ain't did nothing to prove that he don't deserve it. Yeah, and but you know the problem is gonna be, is is gonna be that he's on that Brian Flores contract. I mean, uh, suit, uh, lawsuit. He's on there. So that. But then again, that might give him like if they don't bring him back, that might give him a leverage. Yeah, like yeah. like hey, y'all got rid of me. When this team instantly looked better after you fired your head coach, yeah. and they what, what you fired me for? Why didn't you? Why didn't I get a chance? Yeah. So that that could give him leverage. Let that me get be. my whole team together. So, let me come back with a quarterback and see what I can rock with. Right. Let me do. Let me run the. Let me go a full off season and do do yeah. build the team the way I want to do it, and let's see how it works out. But I mean, and speaking of head coaches, let's go ahead and move on to Jeff Saturday. <laughs> I, look, I ain't got nothing against Jeff Saturday. I don't know the guy. He, I, just, I know that he's an analyst. On, uh, I know he's an ESPN analyst. I know he's a brilliant football mind. But it I mean, is ridiculous. Like no, a co- no coach of color is going to get that opportunity. They literally hired that guy just because the owner likes him. Any other, any other coach of color is not getting that opportunity. Like it, it, it's it's ridiculous at this yeah. point, and it, and there's it the Rooney Rule should uh, count for interim coaches too, because yeah. that is ridiculous. Yeah, that sh- it should. Um, my thing is, um, you forgot one thing, one highlight for Jeff Saturday. He was a Tar Heel graduate. Um, that makes it even worse. But <laughs> to throw that out there, you know, go Tar Heels. Um, but back to Jeff said it was a terrible, terrible. It's a terrible imposition for the for the league because it makes it 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 brings down it brings down the legitimate of your league. Mm-hmm. In as many years you've heard many black people trying to get, and I'm not even black people, minority coaches trying to get in there, mm-hmm. and they've the first thing out their mind is they don't have enough experience. They don't know. They don't. Uh, and Jeff Saturn tried to, in his interview, tried to say, well, I'm a leader. Of, I can lead me, and I, I was in a Pro Bowl for 12 years. I did this. That doesn't make it. That don't matter. You had to skip the steps to be a head coach in the NFL. Coaching grown men is completely different than coaching Co- high schoolers. Yes. Like, why, how was how Jeff Saturday ready for this job, but Eric Bieniemy is not? Brian Flores is not. Yeah. Like, how, how are they... How is Jeff Saturday, a guy who's been for the... Well, I don't know how long he's been on ESPN, but I know he... Like, at least for the years. past... Yeah, like, uh, like a guy who's been in the media, how is he just automatically ready to be an NFL coach? Now, once again, nothing against Jeff Saturday. I like Jeff Saturday. I think he's a pretty cool guy. I like hearing him talk on ESPN. I know that he knows a lot about football. 
And I'm not going to say he's not a good coach. I'm not going to say he's going to be a bad coach. I'm not going to say nothing. It's nothing's going to go good for the Colts. I don't know how it could go. But I'm just saying this whole situation is ridiculous. The opportunity was privilege. He did not deserve that job. No. And and as me and I'm not and I'm not one to to basically say that that wouldn't that that's you know if somebody don't deserve a job or don't deserve an uh, opportunity to to do the job, but in that moment that was privilege because there's no way in hell that you found anything that you could have said oh yeah this will make him a great head coach for an NFL team hell I coach little league football and it's some little league coaches I'd be like. Damn, they really can coach. They really can coach. They should be move like think about moving up the ranks. But there's no way in hell nobody gonna call me and say, "Hey, we want you to come and coach the Panthers tomorrow." Right. It's <laughs> no way in hell. Like it's, it's no way in hell that would happen. No, it's not, and I'm not even just saying about myself. It's no way in hell that any minority coach would be get that call mm-hmm. to come and coach. Nobody else gets that same luxury. <coughs> and I, the fact that not even that more people aren't calling out the NFL for it is uh, it's, baffling. Like, it's baffling. Like, I mean, I, uh, ESP or at least on first take, they did a couple of them did a pretty good job at calling them out for it. But I haven't. That's all I've really heard of it. I haven't heard many. And the people. only person you heard calling it out was Swagoo, um, um, Perk. Perk, and it was somebody else that I saw here. Uh, but and then the um. Oh, Shannon Sharp called it out on FS1. Uh-huh. Like, and the people that sees that sees what's going on knows what no know, knows what's wrong and what's right. And I, and I don't believe in all media knowing uh, they. I don't feel like all media portray the right messages, but sometimes they do get the messages that was they do put the messages out there that was should be taken care of like this. Like, come on now. Everybody in, in their mama know Jeff, Jeff Sally shouldn't have got that job. Hell, my thing is, Ron, uh, what's your boy's name? Uh, Reggie Wayne is on the coaching staff now. He's a former player for the Colts. You wanted a Colts, a Colts player. Assume, that's what I'm assuming. He's already on the coaching staff. Why not give him the job? You know, I've got another guy, Ryan Clark. He's a former player. He's been looking to get a coaching job in the NFL. I think he was uh, trying to get the coaching job at for Pittsburgh if they decided to release uh, um, Mike Tomlin. Like, but, but how come he didn't get to get an opportunity? Yeah. And this like, is and this Jeff Saturday thing. It felt like it just came out of nowhere. Uh, and it it just it's just crazy to me because even not even to not to even go up a little even with the. With uh, Lewis Reddick, he wanted to be a, a GM for the Steelers. No, they didn't hire him because he didn't have enough. He didn't have enough. Did I get the name wrong? Huh? Did I get the person wrong? No, no, you got him right. Is that okay. yeah? You got Ron Clark, right? That's the, yeah. He's on ESPN too, right? Yeah. 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 I just, I just don't know. It baffles me. It's, I'm baffled. I'm. Uh, it's just it's crazy to me, you know, but for them to be that belligerent to let him take that job, like just think about in if this was the NFA, I mean if this was the NBA, the NBA commissioner would have stopped that. One thing I don't understand about the NFL is like why 
why are head coaching what what there needs to be like prerequisites for these like why why are it, and uh, an NFL head coach should not be allowed to be a head coach until he has been a coordinator. A coordinator should not be allowed to be a coordinator until they have been uh, whatever else is under a coordinator, just like an assistant mm-hmm. coach. Like an assistant coach shouldn't be allowed to be an assistant coach until they do whatever is under them. Yeah. Like it, it shouldn't be that easy to just jump positions like that when so many coaches in this league, very good coaches have been trying to move up and they can't move up because everybody who, like people who don't deserve these jobs, they just come out of nowhere, just coming out of college, unproven. Like somebody said, these are 32 of the most coveted jobs in the world. Mm -hmm. And And you gave one away to somebody who don't even got the resume to make it. To I somebody mean, to be, that's just your friend. Yeah. They said that he already had an office at the building when he retired. So, that just lets you know how that, that, that was that was a friend from the beginning. You wasn't even for, before you went on ESPN, he was uh, basically a consultant to the team. So, he was like Steve Nash. Basically. We'll see how it didn't work out with Brooklyn, so we'll see how it works out with this. Not and speaking of Brooklyn, perfect segue. <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Um, now I didn't listen to everything he's. I didn't know I watched that video he said, but I know that um, there's been claims that he's made that he's made uh, anti-Semitic comments, and there was something about a documentary that he was showing that was anti-Semitic. Regardless of the situation, yes, I think. Uh, Kyrie, if he was being anti-Semitic, was that's wrong. But also, I don't like what the NBA is doing to him right now. Um, the anti-Semitic comments. He said that basically he, I get what he's saying. He said he can't be anti-Semitic because <clears throat> he know he come from. Which means he's saying that what people are missing the fact is that he's saying that he was a. Um, What's the uh, what's the people I'm thinking about? Jews. No, he's he was talking about Jews, but Jews and uh, basically Jews and black people came from the same cut from the same cloth. We're uh, oh my God, what's they call them? Israelites. We're both Israelites, and that's basically why he's saying he can't be anti-Semitic because I know where I came from, so. We all cut from, we cut from, us and Jews are cut from the same cloth. Um, and I get what he's saying, like, he's not, he wasn't being, he wasn't being anti-Semitic. And then my thing is, if, if you're going to be on my, fuck, fuck, excuse my language, but fuck uh, talking about Kyrie didn't do this or Kyrie did this or did that. He Yeah, he said, he sent a link to a, a documentary that he said was that he wanted people to watch. But my thing is, I want to say it's anti-Semitic, but nobody's saying about nothing about to Jeff Bezos about him still selling that shit on his same platform. That part. He's making money from the same thing that you that y'all are trying to make Kyrie pay money for, and it falls back onto like I said, you know, I, I hate to be you know go back to that time, but it just falls under book breaking. You try to make the person that's like back in the day they used to make the slave the slave that was that they thought. Was he who they thought was that man? They would beat, basically, break him in front of the whole 
of people, of the whole group of slaves, so to show him that, you know, hey, you ain't shit in that, in this camp. Right. And see, I think Kyrie Irving, he is very problematic, but and he he's not the, he's not a perfect person, and I definitely mm-hmm. not as perfect as he thinks he is. And I do think there are some things that he said that are wrong, but. Like I said before, I just don't like the way the NBA is treating him right now. Yeah. It's they they talk about there's a list of things he got to do in order to be uh, to come back. Like no, that that's that's just not right at all. Uh, how how can you don't do that when when you know when uh, when these people be out here and they have a, they have their racial moments. You don't right. tell them that oh no, nah, it just oh that's just how people will be. That's just how people are, and they go ahead about to back to what we was doing. But you don't. See, that's just like uh, what's the name? Uh, what's the lady name? When she did blackface, nobody had a nobody had a problem with right. letting her go right back to doing what she was doing. Right. Just like what's the name, Colin? Uh, the uh, Howard Stern saying nigga in one of his one of his thing. They don't cut take him off the air. See, they love to pick and choose. Yeah, they wanted they like I said before we even started the podcast. Like I told you, people always need a villain. Yeah, and they're trying to make Kyrie out to be the villain. Yeah, you're right. And it is, it's not fair. At it's all. not at all. It's not fair to him. It's not fair to the players, like because now that makes their lives even harder. Because they feel like they might feel like they have to do more, or they might feel like they have to go back to shut up and play. Yeah, and that's and that and then and I hate to do this, but I have to call out LeBron. Kyrie was right there with you when you when they was telling you to shut up and dribble. But you ain't even stand up to tell him like that's wrong. Right. You gonna make this man? You trying to tell this man he gotta pay five hundred thousand dollars? Give a five hundred thousand dollars charity uh, donation yeah. to uh, what? That don't even make sense. That's a half a million dollars. And I don't have to get these people my money because I don't because of my feelings because of how I feel about yeah. them. No, that's the problem in this generation. And I ain't gonna say in this generation in the world today. Yeah. Everybody feel like they're entitled to to oh I can't. You have to believe how I believe. Right. And uh, that's and I see this just as the Nets trying to uh just trying to make people feel like that they care about them. Yeah. Now, the, the Nets are full of it. Yeah, the Nets so was just the about the, the NBA. The Nets was just about to sign was just about to hire Ime and Doku after he just got suspended from the Celtics. Right. But then all of a sudden you're gonna come back and say, Oh no, nah, we're gonna hire this guy. No, you wanted email Duca, but when they when it when it hit the lights and everybody started talking shit about you, and you realize your organization was which is is baffling to me because you're gonna say that to you're gonna say that he's that Kyrie's anti-Semitic, but you're about to go hire this guy who who doesn't listen to team rules. Like I said, they're full of it. Mm-hmm. They like to pick and choose, and that's my and issue. No, but let me let me clarify too. I don't feel like Emad Doko should have been suspended for a whole no. year. I don't think he should have been suspended at all. I know it says a personal relationship. It should not have gotten out. Yeah, it's, it was a HR consensual issue. relationship. That's an HR issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all we got today. But before we even log out, I gotta give a shout out to my Miami Heat for beating the Charlotte Hornets oh tonight 117 to 112 congratulations on the win even without our best player Tyler Hero but yeah that's all I got for tonight well you know he says he want to bring up since he wants to bring up his Miami Heat you know I wasn't going to bring up my Lakers cuz we're on the slump right now 
But it's worse than slump. But it's a Lakers. But it's Lakers Nation. Stand up, <laughs> and I'm willing. I'm ready to trade line LeBron. Oh yeah, y'all go, go, y'all go ahead and get rid of him. Um, trade him down to South Beach. Y'all gonna have anybody but Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo, and Jimmy Butler. But we don't want nobody else. That's the rest of all them scraps. That's all the rest of that is trash. We don't want none of them. We y'all can have Udonis Haslam. He's a good leader. Udonis ain't got on the court yet. He's a good leader. <laughs> I seen him throw. I seen Tyler Hero throw him that pass. And he fell down trying to catch the ball. I said, God damn, you old. To be honest, he's still better than a couple of the players we got on our team. Like, he better than Dwayne Deadman. I'm sick of Dwayne oh, yeah. Deadman. I don't know how he keep getting a contract anywhere. But yeah, yeah. I think, but Udonis is a good, he is a leader. Yeah. I do like him as a leader. He might as well just become a coach and quit. Might as well, might as well be an assistant coach. He don't know. Nah, he, he, I think he like just wearing basketball shorts and shit all day. <laughs> he ain't got so, much responsibility. <laughs> like he get, pretty much he get to do a coach's job yeah. without the responsibility. Yeah, he, he like a manager for baseball. He just sit there, be with the team. He's having a good old time. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, gosh, that's all we got for today. Uh, my name is Duke. I'm Fat Man Trey. And this is the Black and Blue Bloodline. Thanks for listening.